Hey, so great to be with you today. There, that's it. That's what we say. Okay. Um, <laughs> today we're talking all about just giving, getting in that spirit. Um, this essentially is what creates the vibe and the work is just to like let it go and just show up and do the work. And so often when you're just starting with something, it's going to be so much give. But what I can promise you is if you go with the heart of giving, the result of that, right, to continuously give, you will always have the result of that is dynamic and crazy and so fast moving for some of us. Once we tap into the present moment, once we tap into what's possible and just start following our own feet. And so we're breaking that down today, but basically it's just catching a vibe, like a good vibe. And that is magnetic and transformative. And staying in that becomes easy when you are working in the present moment because you see nothing but beautiful things unraveling in front of you, right? Just laying out in the most beautiful way. And we don't even have to dream of what it all becomes or how we get to that dream. We can just be right here right now, knowing and reacting to our present feeling and allowing ourselves to give in to the goodness that's unrolling in front of us. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, Every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life and we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur creative vibes that are going out into this world and the more that I get to experience that the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Mm -hmm.
Hey, how you doing? Uh, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Can't help it. Don't even want to. Okay. Uh, my great thing. My great thing. Was just getting to... Mm, this is cool, and I can't tell because I've never experienced this before, but getting to walk my kids to school, getting to know who their parents are, getting to know who those kids actually are, and like getting to have that time and that experience. And I, I don't know if this is just true to the decision that I wanted that experience, or true to how the experience would have happened regardless. But here's the deal. We had lived in this community, we had done things in this community, and never knew our neighbors, never knew our <laughs> uh, any of the parents, never really knew any of the kids, because it was always just like brief interactions, quick passing by, wave and say, hi, I know you're my neighbor. I know that you live in my community. I know that your kid plays with my kid, but I don't have time to interact with you. And that's unimaginable. Us having a relationship outside of just our kids being on the same t-ball team. That's where it stops. And somewhere in there, we both me and my husband stopped acting like our time was more sacred than anyone else's and started finding ways to give back to our community in the ways that we've been gifted. And the result of that generosity was a community, which is what we all strive to be in. We're all like looking for some sort of community to be involved in. And really, we should stop looking. We should stop wanting. We should just start doing, right? Let it go and let it go to work. Here we go. I'm going to go. I don't know. I have these skills that I can give to this community. And whether they need them or not isn't really mine to decide. I have these skills and opportunities will present as a result of those skills being a need in my community. And that's where you just let go and you, and you let it trust and you just have that want to give, that giving spirit. And it still amazes me to this day when we act in generosity, like that vibrational wave attracts more, sends more gives more and we're sometimes and this would be specific to my experience sometimes we are raised in places where scarcity is the mindset and so we believe that our job when we're raised in environments like that is to collect 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 act as if everything is scarce and fleeting and going away any given second And it is, but that doesn't mean we need to compile like a squirrel in the winter. We don't need all those nuts. Come on. It's okay to give and take, give and take. And the take from what we've been giving 
to give back to our community in the ways that we are so skilled. The take that we've been given is getting to experience, getting to know the children in our community, the parents of said children, and even more than that. I mean, I my mind is still blown that people specifically know my children in this community because they wanted to give their school spirit <laughs> and they got spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They certainly do. <laughs> but their hearts of wanting to give and support and love the community that we're in, the people who are in it, the people who inspire them, they want to give back to them. And the only way that they can is tiny little hearts and souls. And so in their giving spirit, people have wanted them to be in their community, have wanted to know them, have named them. They are the cheerleaders <laughs> of our community. And that's their gift, right? They are lights. And so our job as parents is to allow them to light the way that they see fit. And the same as it is our job to be lights in our community, in the skills that we have that can build up and contribute to the community. And I don't just think of like a town that you're living in. I think of your workplaces, think of the churches you're involved in, think of the whatever, right? And I had been longing for friends for a very long time. And what I'm finding is that there's no need to long. There's no need to want when you're just out doing the work, when you let people see what your light is, what your gift is, and who you are. And I had been holding that captive for a very long time. And I was afraid that people would come in and, and steal my light and take advantage of the light and maybe like shine it up, steal it, and then put it in their pocket and run away with it. And then I'd just forever be in the darkness. And I have come to realize that it, it isn't so. That shining your light for others to see gives them a chance and maybe even a first chance to experience unscarce source of light and giving and being the example of giving from your space of gift is one of the best ways to get started in that because it allows you to just do the work, to just show up, just be the example right? And it also allows you to create a vibration that is mm, like a moth swimming towards the light. You can't even swimming, <laughs> flying towards the light. You can't even help it. You're attracting so much. And that, like that, you know, <laughs> just being in, out in the community, not racing through every second of the day, being presently here, I found so many connections that I just wouldn't have otherwise that people can understand who we are and what we're about because of how we just walk in the community. And that's, I can't, the only way that I can explain how that shifted for me was 
presence and generosity. Yep. Just being generous of the gifts that I have been given. And that wasn't like an overnight thing, right? Because we can spend a lot of our time trying to, to be something, trying to give, to get back. But that's the thing about generosity. We're giving of our time with no expectation of return. And we are fruitfully returned favors like you wouldn't believe. Right? And just like being able to walk <laughs> to my kid's school and walk alongside the recess fence and have kids run up and be like, Emery's mom, Baylor's mom, hi, hi. Like, there's not a chance that any of these kids would have known me if I continued on the toxic life cycle that I had been in. And if they had known me, it probably would have been like, oh, your mom's scary. Or we would have only known one friend because that's really all that we had time for anyways. And I think of how limited that experience was and how beautiful the new experience has become. And... It's a shift of a mindset because you can't give freely without expectation unless you are present because the present moment you do what feels good. You don't think about how you were burnt last time or how terrible this is all going to work out and all of the bad things that might come along with this. You just do what feels good. And that's the vibe, right? So my great thing is like getting to experience what community would feel like. And part of experiencing a community is being in a place where you can give, not being in a scarce place. And I'm writing on that very specifically right now because it is a challenge, right? So often people who can't kind of get to that next level of awareness, who don't ever get out of the struggle, don't have the ability to experience community in this way. And I was facing that when we were just mile wide and high in <laughs> debt and like suffering. And we had to build our way out of that. And that is a part of being able to level up your consciousness. You have to be in a place where you aren't operating out of scarcity and out of lack. And that's, you know, it's not always like blatant either. It doesn't mean you're homeless, but maybe it means that you're always short or you're always overdrawn or you're always putting stuff on cards or you're always sort of overindulging. Right? because you're scared that it'll go away. And so you spend all the money because it's like, I may never have this again. And in an abundance mindset, in a generous mindset, you know that you're abundantly aligned and that it's always going to flow back in. And so it's okay to just give, to be generous, to be outrageously generous. And that was always the root of the core of why we started our journey to sort of save ourselves from that scarcity mindset in the first place. We wanted to be generous. We wanted to be giving. We wanted to do all of these beautiful things. 
and we had to get that right first. And so my great thing has and, and will always be being generous and really letting that lay the framework and guide me towards where we're supposed to go. And I can tell you from my experience, even though I had a lot of healing that had to come before that, I've not in life, even in the unhealed version of my life, I've not had bad come from anything starting from a place of generosity. Yeah. So that's my great thing. There's a lot there. Unpack it. Okay, let's go ahead and dive on in. Take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your great thing. I really just serve as an example of what could be when it comes to your great thing, how far you could expand and what it could look like. You know? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I know we've really been hitting the vibration cycle hard and <laughs> it's because of how significantly important it is, right? And when I talk about generosity and I talk about that is a complete vibe all in it of itself, your willingness to give with no return. That's generosity, right? We're not like, oh, I'm going to show up and I wonder what the benefit will be for me. And that's intrinsically what we're all saying as humans. And so you're going, well, that's a dumb way to work in the world, Hannah, because you should always be showing up with your hand out. You should not ever be giving of your time in your space. And like, <laughs> I just have yet to see an example that was rooted in generosity, rooted in curiosity, that didn't result in more than where I started. That didn't set that ripple effect. Period. I can't, I can't think of an example. I can think of a million examples where I showed up with my hand out and it was nothing but bad vibes, bad vibrations, and bad experiences. But when I look back, even in past life, okay, BP before pod. <laughs> Even in past life, that generosity was the, the, the set off of all good experiences. Because when I started coaching and the first time that I gave back, the first time that I showed up without my handout, <laughs> The first time that I just said, you know what, I'm interested in this. I've always wanted to coach. I, this isn't quite coaching, but you know what, I, I'm here. How can I help? And that led to, well, that was just a volunteer opportunity, right? And that led to the person who was supposed to sort of mentor me and I was going to do this for free and just learn for the first year. And then maybe it would turn into a paid gig where I could take over. Somewhere in there, she just left. She just said, I can't do it. Here, you just take over. Boom. All of a sudden it is paid, but I showed up fully willing for it to be unpaid, for me to learn, for me to understand this. So then she leaves, which also meant she left coaching. So then that meant that 
I could step right into a head coaching position because I had already done all of this beautiful work just out of my heart, out of my love for wanting to do this. And then it all unfolds beautifully from there, (laughs) right? My first year as a head coach, I would make the state tournament, which was a goal that I had set back in my middle school years that I always wanted to play, be a part of a state tournament. And then I was just kind of like, well, we already did that. I guess we started asking for more. And somewhere in there created even more dreams. And then I wanted, I wanted to like be a coach of a year of the year. I wanted to sit face to face with these amazing coaches that I had looked up to all of my life. I wanted to be called to those seats. I wanted to do that work with them. And I wanted to see what it looked like at the highest level of being a high school coach. And within three years, I did all of those things. Within three years of starting. And it all just started with me being insanely curious and insanely generous. And that sounds so dumb, I know, but it only sounds dumb if you're coming from a place of scarcity because in a place of growth, in a place of following what flows, it all makes sense. That's the vibration we should go in anyways. If we're going in with a vibration of what can you offer me, then whatever you're attracting is going to match that vibration. You're just going to continue butting heads with people who are just looking for what you can offer them. And you don't attract that in the generous world. You just don't. You attract people who are being generous as well. And I am telling you, there is not a better vibe. You want to catch a vibe? That's the one to get on. You want to ride a rainbow? Let's go. Reading rainbow. Let's ride it. Let's get on this vibe. Let's experience this life. Let's not allow ourselves to experience anything else because it really isn't necessary. (laughs) It just isn't. And when I just pull from even a limited experience, I can see proof of this hand over hand. Is that the word? Is that how we say that? Hand over hand? That doesn't, maybe that makes sense. I don't know. But again, it's about showing up and just doing the work. You're confused or you're lost because you aren't just doing. You're thinking about doing, or you're thinking about how you did and how messed up that was and how it got you all lost. What if you just followed what you were curious about today? What if you followed where that led you and you were willing to just show up as a student? And the crazier thing is so many of you have been hurt, have worked through some real deep, heavy, hard stuff. And you're sort of caught up in thinking about what could be or thinking about what has been instead of just doing. And the cool thing is, and I've seen this happen multiple times, all of a sudden you take that first step and people who have been hurt, who have been in a place of of scarcity, of scariness, people who have felt that place. 
have blessings happen so quickly it hurts. I was talking to a guy yesterday and uh, I somehow, and this is really crazy because somehow we had worked together in the past and um, like I used to get lunch from him at our old workplace. And so we knew each other. And I knew right when I walked in, like, I know this person, but I can't quite place them, you know, when that happens. And so we're kind of talking about that. And then I'm like, so how did you get from there to here? Like, I just knew you serving food not that long ago, both of us knowing each other in a different identity. How did you get here so quickly? Because here he was standing in a storefront that he had created. And this is what he talked about. Well, I always knew that this is what I was called to do. I went and I escalated and I sort of worked in different places in this capacity as sort of a leader or a kind of manager or owner of a franchise. And I went from franchise to franchise. And then I went here and I went there. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hit and it was like, what? Okay. Maybe we just buy a food truck. And here's where the blessings come in, right? <laughs> like he had just given and followed things that he was excited about. That was a whole vibration. He had just accepted that maybe it wasn't a restaurant today, even though that's where his heart was. He had just followed what was flowing. And what was flowing was this food truck that, and the way that he explained it, it's like everything just unfolded and just happened. Like I, it blew my entire mind. And then we had so much success with the food truck. Then all of a sudden this space comes open to open a restaurant, which is what I even originally wanted to continue expanding. And it's been, it all just happened so fast and it was so fruitful and it was so beautiful. And here I am sitting in this dream that he had only two years ago. And now we're sitting in the fullness of that dream being real. Like the entire cafe was filled for the whole two hours that I was there working, filled, filled. Like, sometimes we just get lost in the future state of what can or could be, or lost in the past state of all the places that we failed, that we couldn't do this, instead of just being real in this moment. And you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. You don't know how long it's going to take. You don't know. You could show up tomorrow just like this guy and be like, huh, well, I think if I got to decide, let's just say that, I think it would, it would be, uh, I, I, I would own a restaurant. And then the universe goes, huh, okay, a restaurant. Would you be happy with a restaurant on wheels? Could you find a way? to make that fruitful? Could you find a way, even though this isn't the fullness of your blessing, could you find a way to be happy with that? And yep, he could. 
And he could find a way to be extremely fruitful with that. So fruitful, in fact, that he could make an investment into the bigger dream when it flowed. And listen, I am here for dreams like that. I am here for journeys like that. And that's the thing. We just spend a lot of times in our head trying to figure out how to figure it out instead of just going to work. What does it look like to build from right here, right now? What is this present moment and what is your intuition guiding you to? And even if you're not in touch with that right now, what do you just feel like doing? What would you just do if nobody told you what to do today? What would you just do? And some of you are going, well, I go shopping. I have so much that I need to catch up on. Okay. And then what would you do? Once you check all those things off your list, then what would you do? If you removed all of the stressors, all of the jobs, all of the lists, all of the things that you had to do, what would you do? What would you do? What would you feel called to do? And then what if you just did it? Like... You were like, you know, I really would feel called to just read books. Just sit and read. Huh, okay, 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 okay. And then what if you just did that and you just followed that intuition? And then what if the result of that led you to some, like, I don't know, maybe it leads you to some book writing and all of a sudden you want to write a book or you want to, like, be the launcher of books because you find reading books so delicious That you would love to bring more books into this world. That you would love to help authors spread their word because the words of authors are so delicious and so important. What if that became your role in the makeup of all of this? And what if that lit your soul on fire? And what if you just went to an author that you knew or to an author that you really liked and you said, Hey, uh, I really love your work. And then you just kept like reading and sharing and whatever. And then maybe eventually, right? And maybe it happens tomorrow and they reach out and they say, hey, thanks so much for sharing this. That really means a lot. You're doing a really awesome job, by the way. Would you want to help me? And then you go, well, sure. I want to help you. And I have room to give. And I know that this is something that I enjoy doing. And so I'm willing to show up Without my handout, I'm willing to just show up and do the work and see where it gets us and see where it takes us. And the amount of blessing that follows that is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And so many of us are just like, we've been hurt. We've been down. We've been beaten. We don't even remember what it feels like to have a giving heart. Even though, like, look at kids, man. They're just generous. It's gross. It's actually gross how quickly we relieve them of that natural generosity because we're like, no, the world doesn't work like that and money doesn't grow on trees and and you can't just be all flowers and daisies and be giving and loving. That's crazy. That's not the real world. Well, that is meant to be the real world. That is how they see the world because they haven't had all these shadows cast in their reality. They are just light in life. That's it. And so generosity is the only thing that makes sense until we cloud them. Or until they get clouded by someone else with dark matter. And so like 
That's kind of our job as parents, is help them continue to live in that lightness as long as they possibly can so that they can attract these opportunities so that they don't sink into darkness and spread darkness. So they continue just spreading light, making the world a better place and changing it for the better. So that as we continue into the enlightenment of our human existence, every single generation is actually making it lighter than darker. And we keep spreading that. Oh, hi, that's amazing. And we stop just showing up from this place of scarcity. And I understand how hard that is. That is not something to be joked around about. That is not something to just be like, okay, stop being scarce. Okay, check. Done. Not working out of a place of scarcity anymore. Feeling so good. Gonna go volunteer. Doesn't work like that. Although for some of you, it may be. Like maybe you just needed this one word today to finally take that step over. But it probably didn't just start right now. You're going to have to hear it a couple different ways. You're going to have to let this sink in. You're going to have to start working with how you apply, how this applies to your life. You're going to have to start seeing some proof, right? That's how we shift a belief. If we're going to shift out of this scarcity model and we're going to go, yep, Hannah, I hear you. I should just start giving. I should just be generous. I should just follow and be curious. Okay. And then if you can convince yourself to even get in that vibration for a little while, watch what happens as a result. And it may not be something huge. It may be something super small. And the universe is going, hey, do you like that? Was that good enough? Or are you only going to be happy when you get to that place? Because I'll keep giving you more and I'll build what you want. Should you be grateful right now? That's catching a vibe. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, But you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.